or what can they learn from you today? First of all, thank you for recognizing that the book can be read in any order because that was my intention. Um, you don't need to yeah. start from the beginning to the end. Um, you can turn to whichever chapter is applicable to where you are or where you're, you know, what you're ready for. So um, I'm glad to hear that because that is one of the feedbacks that I would, you know, want to hear from my readers. Um, yeah. But to, do, but, but to answer your question about believing. Um, in fact, I have that um, tattooed on my back um, when I went mm -hmm. to Bali. And, um, well, you know, first of all, the belief in your decision is important to heal, right? So mm -hmm. your body believes what your mind is telling it. You know, your belief, your thoughts become your reality. And I, under I, I understood that very quickly because... Mm -hmm. I was on the tennis court when I remember hearing from my son and my realizing that I had suppressed all these emotions um, because I did not want it to come out because I didn't want people to see that my life wasn't perfect in a way, right? As much as I was unhappy, yeah. I wanted to be, you know, it's not that I wanted to be envied. It's just that I was such a perfectionist in every way, you know, in the way that I raised my children, in the way people perceive my ex-husband and I, and in the way people per perceive me, right? I mean, how can a woman who has everything um, mm -hmm. be unhappy? Yeah. I would almost look like I'm so unappreciative. But again, you don't know until you're actually in that situation. So I really believe that there are, has to be a way for people to understand that your body listens to your mind. Mm. And um, I really believe that in order to believe in yourself, you need to love yourself enough. And this self-love is, you know, probably one of the biggest lessons, if not my main big lesson that I've learned in experiencing this disease in my body. Because for one, I had to believe that it's my turn to take care of myself, that I have, that the world is a better place with me in it than without. And to believe that means you love yourself enough and that you believe that you're a good person. So I really do believe that I'm a good person and that I am meant to be here helping people. And so this whole idea that I had to believe that I'm meant to be given this disease to learn skills, lessons, you know, experience grace, um, to reinforce my, you know, belief in myself and mm -hmm. belief in, you know, everything will be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I don't know if you, I love Greek philosophers and, you know, there's um, amor fati is uh, Latin and it means to just love life the way it is, you know, embrace life as it is. And so to your point about the coronavirus and to me, let's substitute, you know, coronavirus with cancer, the grace of the coronavirus. In fact, mm -hmm. I, I talk about that in my post. And I understand a lot of people are really suffering from what's going on, and it's very sad. But for someone mm -hmm. like myself who have gone through such an incredible experience, this yeah. 
has really allowed me to interpret this coronavirus so differently than most people. (laughs) I really believe that there's a lesson in the coronavirus. There's grace and I'm seeing it around. If you choose to see that, right? If you choose, because you do have a choice in what you feed, not only your body, but what you, you feed your mind. And it's, I protect my mind so much because I don't ever, because I know my body's listening, listening, and I don't ever want it to ever be stressed. So you're so right. Um, along with the, uh, the, the, the belief in loving myself and that I am a better, I, I am a good person. I knew that I wasn't being punished by having this disease. I knew that it, I, I had to receive it as a, as a gift. And so it's important for everyone to understand that, you know, it, it's sad. The coronavirus is, is, is here and it's for the first time in our lives. I mean, I'm 52 and I have never experienced a period in my life where we needed to isolate ourselves and that we're not as free as we used to be. Um, yeah, yeah. It's almost like our freedom has been taken away. And secondly, you know, this virus actually, because of the, you know, isolating, you need to isolate yourself. You, you can't even be with your loved ones if that person is sick, right? Mm. It, it, yeah. you know, if a husband and a wife, and if the wife or the husband gets sick, that person has to drive himself to the hospital by, her, by himself, right? Because I, I know because I had a client that that's, you know, that's what happened. And for the first time, we're gonna, we, have to take, we, had, we have to learn to take care of ourselves. We can't rely mm-hmm. on other people to do that. And we have to look inward and rely on our, what we have. And it actually exposes what we're lacking. And hopefully people are working towards acquiring some of these skills that is necessary to thrive after the coronavirus is over. You know, this is a yeah, yeah. time for people to actually learn some lessons and acquire some skills because as a society, it's probably one of the few times recently that we are having to go through such a struggle and mm-hmm. it exposes your weaknesses and it also exposes your strength. And those who don't have that strength and who don't have that mindset have to, I hope, will you know, be aware of that and will want to do something about it. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.